Hi, everybody. I'm Deacon Dave. I'm Layperson Lisa. Welcome to the Deacon, Deacon Dave, Dave and, and Layperson Lisa, Lisa show. show. I'm backing up so I can be. Lisa's always behind me, and so I'm sliding back. So I lean back. Yeah, so I'll lean back when you lean back. But anyway, look, don't make me mad, okay? Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's Very what, pertinent to the subject. That's right. Today. Quit being so difficult, or I might yes. get angry and want to have wrath. Yes, we're right. back to our series on the seven deadly sins. Right, so we've done pride, mm -hmm. envy, and now we're on to wrath and or anger. Yes. So no, get, no. Yes. get us started, Lisa. I was going to say, can you tell me what wrath is? I, no. Well, to me, wrath is this, um, I always think about the wrath of Khan from Star yeah! Trek. Yeah! Right? And um, he he wanted to get back, you know, at the Enterprise for, for what had happened. And I think... Wrath is that desire for vengeance that we have when we've been hurt or someone's been mean to us. Right. And so, I mean, I almost think that, like, wrath is is another level beyond anger, right? Yeah. So I can be upset or mad about something, then I can be angry about something that's affecting me personally. It's like when your anger causes you to desire to take action. Take action, and that is not a good idea. No. So what else do you have now that I've given you the definition of anger? Where do you want to go with this? Well, how we judge it depends upon the quality of the vengeance and the quantity. <laughs> that was really good I'm vengeance. Reading, I'm reading the notes. Oh my goodness. And the quantity of the passion. Hmm. Can you explain that? Yeah, I think, you know, you can be angry, right? Yeah. To the point of physical violence against someone. Okay. And I think we've probably all experienced that at some point in our life, either happening to us or maybe being that person who was so angry at somebody that we just, we actually wanted to get in a fight with them, maybe when you were in high school or something like that. Hopefully not now. But yeah, I think the level of that sin to the point of being mortal is, is, is when there's that kind of physicality to it and disruption and, and, and you really desire to harm that person in a real and substantive way. Yeah, not good. It's not good. And when these are in conformity with the prescriptions of balanced reason, anger is not a sin. So there's such a thing as justifiable anger. Well, it's called righteous anger, Righteous right? anger, so, that's it, that's it. So Jesus in the temple had righteous anger. Yes. And then we have the, um, just, there's a lot of things that are going on in our country right now, uh, the least of which is not... Um, the whole idea of abortion, right? right? And the latest I heard, um, Bishop Barron was on Facebook the other day talking about how um, our country will not even... Oh, uh, I think I saw yeah, when, some, when a baby survives an abortion, they won't even admit that that baby is now deserving of basic human care. Yeah, I saw that. That is just terrible. I mean, you're outside the womb, you're on a table, and you're still not considered... They would not vote to consider that that baby as as being a person that needs to be saved. Yeah, I don't know what's wrong with people. I don't either. So that that and and so so righteous anger is is one of those things where if there is something that is truly wrong, right, then we in a very responsible way need to make our voice heard uh, in disagreement about what's going on. So that's what Bishop Barron did. Exactly. And he, he talked actually about creating a bridge. Um, you know, I mean, abortion has gone from probably something that was just in the first trimester. Now there's a baby on the table. Right. And, and, and so it's the, the slope has gotten to the point where what he talked about was is, is I don't even know how you do a bridge with that because there's nothing to bridge to anymore. Because it's gotten all the way to the point that you're taking a life that's out of the womb and not saying it's no longer 
a lot. But he spoke out on it. Which oh, absolutely. Was the proper action to take. Right, and so and, and we're called to do the same thing in a in a responsible manner, right? So, um, taking vengeance or or having wrath against, um, say, your local politician who votes for abortion would not would not be appropriate. But writing a letter. Um, protesting right. and doing those sort of things to to make your stance known is very 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 appropriate. Right, and it becomes sinful when it is sought to wreak vengeance upon one who has not deserved it, or to a greater extent than it has been deserved, or in conflict with the dispositions of law, or from an improper motive. That's a lot. <laughs> who wrote these notes? <laughs> I don't even know what to do with that. I think we're going to have to redo this one too at another time. Oh, man. Maybe I should leave the notes. <laughs> I'm just like, okay, okay. What do you mean, okay, okay? Wrath is a sin that not thought of as easily <laughs> as some of the other sins. Hmm. I can <laughs> tell you haven't read these notes at all. At least you brought them. Unless they brought them right. Right. This is really good so far. It's going to be a great podcast. Um. Let's see. Do you have anything to say? About well, I think it? I think I think part of what it is is it's really easy for us to say that our anger, right, is justified, because if we've been hurt or harmed in some way, then we feel like um, whatever uh, measures we need to take. Uh, uh, to to binge that or to be upset about that are appropriate because we've been harmed. And I think part of what we have to do is we really have to balance that against um, the voice of Christ, you know, in our hearts and in our conscience to recognize. Because what did God say? He said, you know, when you when you were hit on one cheek, turn, turn the other cheek, other. right? Yeah. If somebody steals one thing from you, give them something else. Uh, so there's really a call to not respond uh, in kind with violence or anger because really... Lisa, as we've talked about before, is when anger or violence is returned with anger and violence, it only gets worse. Right. But if one person decides that I'm going to return love and peace, eventually it will start to quell the one that is angry. Yes. Because it's, I mean, peace is like water on a fire. Ah, nice. Yeah. Yeah. So how do we combat this sin and its effects? Very, very carefully. Number one, if you're angry about something, and I and I talk with a lot of people who are hanging on to things, mm -hmm. and 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 so that hanging on is 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 the seed that just grows into this anger, right? And it's not you're no longer even hurting the other person. It's it hurts just, us. Yeah, it's consuming yeah. you. So the first thing you need to do is go to confession. Yes, go to the sacrament of reconciliation and and, and ask God. Um, Help me to, or help me to forgive this other person. Right, because a lot of times, well, well, I don't need to be forgiven. They're the one that did something to me. Yeah. So why in the yeah. world do I need to go to confession? Well, it's because you're angry, right? And you have a part to play um, in how you respond to whatever has happened to you. Yes, and we can try to pray that our Father slowly. I like that. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Yeah, and that's really, if you get right down to it, that's sort of... Um, you know, God is saying that if you want me to forgive you, you need to be able to forgive other people. Right. And we would all acknowledge that there are some horrific things that happen to people that would be extremely difficult 
for someone to go through that process of forgiving. What's the virtue that's opposite of wrath? I do not know. I don't remember. Anger, I would think um, peace. Okay. But that's not a virtue. Um, humility. Humility. Humility Humility's the answer to right. everything. Humility is the answer. So, Because, you know, when we're being hurt. Oh, yes. And someone's taking advantage of us, then um, a lot of times we can allow that uh, mortification or that pain or suffering to be a source that will draw us closer to God. Um, or we can fall further into anger, right. which will remove us further from God right. instead of that. Right. So take, I mean, look, Jesus suffered on the cross for all of us, right? right? Horrific death. And he still said, forgive them, Father, for they know not what they do. Exactly. We're called to do exactly the same thing. Yep. And because with humility comes mercy and compassion towards others. I like that. And here, here's the interesting thing. When you're having trouble forgiving someone, or you're really angry at someone, I think part of the reason it, it's difficult to get over that, Lisa, is because we're trying to do it on our own. Mm. And we talk about this a lot of a lot of times. And instead say, Lord, I'm really mad at this person, and I need your help to forgive that person. And Lord, I need your help to help me not be as angry. In fact, I go so far as to tell you not only to take that to reconciliation, to take that to the sacrifice of the Mass. Mm -hmm. Because God wants all of us, right? He wants not just the good stuff, so as a part of that sacrifice, that suffering, that anger that we're having, have you ever thought about anger as being a form of suffering? I have not. Hmm. What do you think? I, yeah, I could see how it could be, definitely. Well, we're certainly not ourselves when we're angry, right? right. And, 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 and I mean, think about what it does to us physically. Think about what it does it to us emotionally. Makes our blood pressure go up. Right, and emotionally, obviously, we're on edge. Right. And then spiritually, I'm, I would imagine our spirit's not, our spirit is not, our soul is not reacting too well. Right. Um, uh, to that anger, um, it might be even turning a red color instead of a. Well, yeah, like our face might. Yeah. We're so angry. Like a cool blue color. So yeah, I think that if you really think about it, um, uh, anger is even a form of suffering. So we may be hurt, or there may be some. Injustice and and that alone is suffering, right? Mm -hmm. But then you, you you lump a heap of anger on top of that, mm -hmm. it only makes the situation worse. worse. Yeah, I don't think I'd ever thought about it that way either. No. So God wants that anger. Okay? Yes. So give Him that anger at Mass and say, Lord, I'm giving you this anger. Please take this from me. Um, I'm offering this as a part of my sacrifice. Mm -hmm. Because um, I know that may sound a little counterintuitive, but God wants all of us at the Mass. And so having all of us is including all of that brokenness, struggle, anger, whatever it is, give it to Him, allow it to be consumed in that sacrifice, and then receive Him back in the Eucharist, mm -hmm. right? So we take everything that we have going on and we, and we lay it on the altar, and God gives it back to us in Himself in something that's beautiful and magnificent, the Eucharist, mm -hmm. right? And so hopefully we, we leave Mass a little bit better than we came in. Our hearts are softened. We would hope so. Yeah. But we have to, you know, but if we reserve the anger and we leave that in the car. It'll just still be there when we get back. Right? Exactly. I like that. It'll still be there. Yeah. You left it in the back seat in the child seat with the seat <laughs> so it couldn't get out and run into Mass. Because right. it probably wanted to go up there and get rid of itself. Too. Yeah. Yeah. And it could be a process. So be patient with yourself. Right. I mean, I don't know how many times I've, I've offered something at Mass 
more than 10 or 15 or 20 times. Right. And, and, and somebody made a, a really interesting analogy. They said um, uh, they were talking about the hardening of hearts, mm-hmm. right? And that our hearts um, are either like wax or they're like clay. Okay. And so if you imagine that God is like a heat source for the sun, it melts the wax. And, but if you're like clay, which means you are resistant. Oh, it's going to harden. It's going to harden. Oh, so, that's a good one. So our, our hearts have to be open to giving that stuff to God, even the, the, the most difficult things, because he will melt it, as you said, and soften our hearts yeah. in the long run. So any other thoughts on anger? Anger, right, and then back, the virtue is humility. Right. Which brings us back to the litany of humility. Yes. Right. Well, and then it turns like wrath is about the basis pride too, right? Yep. Yeah. I think I, pride is the root of every single sin. Did they say that? Like yeah, pride is that, the root? Or they yeah. say money is the root of all evil. Well, pride. Well, that's because you, you're prideful and you want all the money. Right. So it goes back to pride. Yeah, I think it's it's the root of sin, like root of all sin, something like that. So I think the takeaways, Lisa, are number one, when we are hurt, okay, we can all easily have that response of anger, right, Mm -hmm. and injustice, and then it gets worse from there if you want to start taking vengeance, right, and then actually physically doing something. It's like a, a... rock that's going down the mountain and gets bigger and bigger and bigger. Exactly. And it can be very cumulative. So I think the idea is, is when something happens to us is we have to bear those uh, uh, mistreatments. That's a spiritual work of mercy, right? Bear them with patience, Mm -hmm. give them to God at mass, Mm -hmm. and allow him to do the healing. Otherwise, it can get, like you said, out of control. Yes. And that's not a good thing. No. Any final words? No. I'm Deacon Dave. Life was Lisa. Don't be angry. (laughs)